John Paul Jones and the Liberty are not giving up yet. Game three recap with a lot to get to, including some very concerning news about Chelsea Gray. Locked on women's basketball starts now. Ogumbawale for the win. You are locked on women's basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hi there, everyone, and welcome to a very special Game 3 post-game WNBA Finals edition of Locked On Women's Basketball. I'm your host, Howard Magdal, coming to you live from a guest bedroom in New City, New York, and I am delighted to be chatting with you as we do six days a week. Thank you for always making us your first listen every day. Over 100,000 of you showed up in September alone, and my God, we are on track to break our all-time mark here in October. Make sure you're subscribed to the pod on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, make sure you're subscribing to the work being done, not just by me, but by everyone across the next. Over at thenextstoops.com, we have over 100 reported pieces. Sign up now. Get those emails in your inbox like we get them every month, over 100 reported pieces. You'll get Jackie Powell, fresh reporting out of the Liberty side of things. First thing tomorrow morning, Matthew Walter from the Aces side as well. If you subscribe, the great M. Adler already had an incredible piece about where the Aces stand in history and what they are on the cusp of doing $9 a month, $72 a year. Think about what you get for that, thenexthoops.com. So we're here to talk in segment one. We're going to talk about the ways in which the New York Liberty managed to right the ship to keep their season alive and force a game four on Wednesday night in New York. In segment two, we're going to talk about some things that went wrong for the Las Vegas Aces. Most critically, most critically, what now happens to Chelsea Gray? What we know, what we don't know. I, I'm really upset about it as a human to see somebody at the height of her profession be in a position potentially not to be able to finish up what is central to her life's work. So all of that in segment two. But Segment one, let's first talk about someone whose life's work was validated tonight. And that was John Paul Jones. John Paul Jones, she came to New York to win a championship. And she's been vocal about it. It felt in many ways like she was right back where she was year after year with the Connecticut It's unclose. I don't need to give you the history, dear listeners, I assume, but in 2019, led in the third quarter of Game 5 of the finals against the Washington Mystics. Did not win. Close. Got to the finals in 2022. Lost to these aces. Similar to these aces. Some slight differences. And now facing elimination on their home court. Well, the fans showed up. 17-143. 17-143. 
largest gate receipt in the history of the WNBA. That's what happened at Barclays Center today. That's what it felt like at Barclays Center. Even put a a number on it, a financial price tag on it. I've had the privilege of covering a lot of WNBA playoff games and a lot of postseason games across sports, men's and women's. That was one of the most incredible atmospheres I ever experienced. In a great number of stars there, big time names, big time names like Jason Sudeikis was there, Joan Jett was there, Dan Hughes was there, even. Just an amazing array of people coming together to watch some great basketball. And that's what they got. Perhaps no one greater on this day than JJ. And let's talk about it. Let's talk about what she did. 27 points on 15 field goal attempts. Just incredibly efficient. She wasn't getting it primarily even on putbacks. She was, uh, the Liberty as a team, by the way, had four offensive rebounds all night. You you would say, or I just will say afternoon, however you want to describe it. I guess you would say in that way, the Aces did the job. They did what they set out to do. If you're limiting the New York Liberty to four offensive rebounds, I mean, we talked about this in the preview, right? The Aces had eight offensive rebounds. The Aces were 12th in the WNBA in offensive rebound percentage. 12th. The Aces, who had a historically great, magnificent season. I mean, this is just the beauty of sports, right? They doubled up the New York Liberty on offensive rebounds in a game that the Aces lost by 14 points. And that's really the point that I'm trying to make here, which is that John Paul Jones got hers in the flow of the offense. She didn't force it at any point. She, you know, she took plenty of perimeter shots too. There's only one where you just look back and you say, hey, you know what? She could get that later in the shot clock. And she can. She's 6'6". With long arms, she didn't get it anytime she wants, anywhere in the shot clock. I did find it interesting that Becky Hammond was talking about after the game. She said, we'd like J.J. to take those threes. That We're happy with J.J. taking those threes. We don't want uh, Brianna Stewart taking those threes. We don't want uh, Sabrina Ionescu taking those threes. We don't want Vanderslew taking those threes. And I just couldn't help but think, all right, you don't want Sabrina taking those threes when she's averaging um, eight attempts per game and she's at 45%, I think, right? Laney shot 39% from three. JJ shot 35% from three. JJ was at north of 36 the last couple of years before that. John Paul Jones is a hell of a three-point shooter. She's all these other things, too. You know, the former MVP, right? If the Liberty win right now, she's your finals MVP. But I don't think you want J.J. taking uncontested open threes for the remainder of this series. I just don't think you do. 
She got there. She got her shots, though, not just on threes, but uh, rolling to the rim. <laughs> you know, good luck going downhill. Six foot six, John Paul Jones, 215. Strong, capable finisher. Good luck, right? Even against this Aces defense, which is elite. Good luck. But she got it because Sabrina Ionescu was magnificent as a facilitator. Sabrina had 11 assists. Sabrina is not, she's yet to have her big offensive blow up game, which probably keeps Becky up nights, would be my guess, the next couple nights and into Wednesday. Look, Brianna Stewart hasn't had that big game either. She had a fine game today. What we saw today from Brianna Stewart that mattered most, in my view, was a greater presence on the defensive end. She had a couple of blocks. They were at key times. There was one particularly nasty one on Asia Wilson when Asia was starting to get in rhythm. Liberty did a good job in general. JJ was mostly defending Asia. They managed to push her a little further away from the spot she liked. If you look at a shot chart, where she got her shots in game three and compare it to one and two, it's not a close comparison. Asia shot four for 16 from the field. You know, again, it's Asia Wilson, right? So like 16 and 11 on a day that she didn't get hers. It's still Asia Wilson, 16 and 11. You know, she's basically impossible. So <clears throat> really efficient work from the Liberty, more attacking, more aggressiveness on both ends. We saw it from Courtney Vandersloot as well, five of 10 from the field. I don't care how many shots she gets. I care that she takes the shot she's supposed to. So we're going to talk about this more, obviously, in segment two and get into some ways that the Aces slipped. But first, I want to talk to you guys about game time. And, you know, this is easy for me to talk about what the live game experiences because I just experienced it, of course, at Barclays Center. But you don't have to just go to Barclays Center with game time. You can go anywhere. You know, they have last minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals. It's easy to find and buy the tickets for every kind of event in your area. There are views from all the seats in the venue. I love it. My favorite part, right? It's not just, gee, where am I sitting? It's what is sitting there look like and feel like and plus there's a lowest price guarantee event cancellation protection job loss protection you name it they are concerned with making sure that you take all the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time so download the game time app create an account and use locked on nba for 20 dollars off your first purchase again that's code locked on nba l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n-n-b-a for game time to get your tickets. So it's not as if the Aces played some horrible game. You know, when you hear Sandy Brondello after game one and two talk about her liberty, she talked about how far afield they were. And I, I, everyone I talked to around the league was puzzled about it. My nine-year-old daughter said, you know, what is going on with the liberty? And you say, all right, well, she's she's nine. She's a Liberty super fan. And okay, that's a question she'll ask. I got that question from people in front offices. <laughs> what is going on with the Liberty? And I think we started to get some answers today. 
less about what happened and more about how they're going to fix it. The biggest thing for the Aces, if this exact game happened, and we'll get into some of the things that didn't happen, and they're healthy, and they're intact, and you go into game four, and you just say, all right, you're going to have a game like that every once in a while. Becky Hammond talked about it. It's remarkably difficult to beat any team three times. This is one of the better teams in the history of the league. And by the way, let's just get that straight, right? Let's make sure we all understand this. The Aces went 34-6. and six. If they don't win the WNBA title this year, they're still one of the greatest teams in the history of the league. The New York Liberty went 32-8 and eight in the regular season. If they don't win the title, they're going to be one of the greatest teams in the history of the WNBA. This is like when the Minnesota Lynch were playing the Los Angeles Sparks back in the mid-2010s. These are two great teams that we are privileged to see at the same time. Ultimately, one of them is going to get the title, and they're going to have bragging rights. It doesn't mean that beating the other team three times wasn't extremely difficult or that the other team was a fraud. It's I've talked about this before, this kind of zero-sum thinking about the best basketball talent in the world is remarkably stupid. But anyway, they're not intact. They're not intact. And we need to have lots of conversations about how you cover an injury. People want to know. People want to know what's happened. Not out of some sick sense of seeing something bad happen, but because people are rightly concerned. As much information as you can get as possible. Well, that's because fans care. And because people care about this league and the teams and the players on it. And so seeing and hearing the seeing the images of Chelsea Rain and hearing her teammates and hearing Becky Hammond, her head coach, talk about her. After and you know, Becky said they don't know yet, and I I believe that. Becky said she hadn't talked to the trainer yet. That's a little harder to believe, but to not know until they're a test run, sure. But it didn't look good, and it's very sad. And Chelsea Gray, and the legacy that she was essentially all but finished writing here was of a two-time back-to-back WNBA, and not two-time, by the way, back-to-back WNBA champion after having previously done it. A finals, and really a playoff run in 2022, the lights of which we may never see again, ever, ever. That's how great it was. And having her team on the cusp, delivering passes, even in this one, that didn't go their way. She she knows where her teammates are. She knows how to find everyone. It's, it's beautiful basketball. She's worked so hard. She overcame injuries coming out of Duke that she thought, I know this from conversations with her, might end her career before it even started. But she's worked through it. She's worked past it. <clears throat> anyway, we're all wishing Chelsea Gray the best. Andy Brandello said it best. Say, you don't want to beat a team 
because somebody else is out. You want to be a team at their best. But I asked Becky Hammond, you know, what's the plan if Chelsea Gray can't go? And she she has it, you know, it's by committee. They have the advantage of Kelsey Plum being an incredibly talented primary ball handler. You can use Kelsey Plum in that role and not miss a beat. You may miss some of Chelsea Gray's passing, but the you have to respect Kelsey Plum's scoring ability. She's certainly very, very good at getting her teammates involved. It's her time to shine. The real issue comes with the knock-on effect. I've been talking to some people around the league about what that is, right? And, you know, you end up with Kirsten Bell getting major minutes. Is she ready? We don't know. We don't know. Is she an efficient shooter in anywhere like the universe that Chelsea Plum operates in? No, she's not. And New York's defense is not going to have to account for her in the same way. You can start Alicia Clark. Alicia Clark is tremendously flexible as a player, tremendously versatile. And she is an efficient shooter and from deep. And so you can stretch defenses that way. But you really are down to a bare bones rotation at that point. You know, Tia Stotes, uh, for all of her uh, three-point shooting abilities in, in game two, went back to, you know, she's not scoring in game three. And it's not a knock on Tia Stotes. She's not supposed to score. That's not the role that they have her use in. But you can't necessarily ask her to score either as you're trying to, by committee, make up for the missing of Chelsea Gray. And you could ask more from Asia Wilson in terms of shot attempts. Like, you know, she was four for 16 today. She's been around 15 shot attempts all season. You say, all right, we need 20 to 25 shots from Asia. But the two things, right? One is John Paul Jones did a real good job on her tonight. Okay. And two, if you don't have Chelsea Gray out there that you have to account for the gravity of on the court, your help defenders can come help on Asia a whole lot sooner. So the knock-on effects, losing Chelsea Gray is a big deal regardless. And even a Chelsea Gray at, you know, 50%, 60%. Listen, if she can walk, she's going to want to be out there. But you lose something. You lose something. If there was anything that stood out most about what Las Vegas did so much better than New York in games one and two, it was the athleticism and the speed of their offensive and defensive attacks. And if you've got a player playing hurt, especially with an injury to her foot, to her ankle, we don't know. We don't know what the injury is. That affects speed, even for immortals like Chelsea Gray. So hopefully it's nothing, and hopefully she wakes up tomorrow. It didn't sound like that. We'll find out. But it changes the course of the series. And I had multiple front office members of other teams say, if Chelsea Gray doesn't play, they think New York wins the series. And a lot of great players on Las Vegas, they'll have something to say about that. But that 
is what a lot of people, smart people who know this league, look at and see as happening now. So we're going to get back with what to look for going into Wednesday right after this. Excited to talk to you guys about BetterHelp. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. Look, we all have things we have to deal with. We all have problems that come up, conflicts in our lives, issues that, honestly, you may not be able to figure out on your own. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? It really might be. And so what do you what do you do, right? To try and figure out what you should do, what's good for you, right? Sometimes you need to hear somebody else tell you. And that's where therapy comes in. Therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back so you can work on yourself instead of against yourself. And BetterHelp makes it so easy. And give it a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on NBA and you can get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, dot com slash locked on NBA. <clears throat> so final thoughts. Again, I, I do. I keep going back to thinking about and wishing for the best when it comes to Chelsea Gray. And we hope that she is healthy. Game four is a Sunday to Wednesday. So there's two days off in between. But I I cannot help but note the following. The New York Liberty, who have more depth even before the Chelsea Gray injury. But certainly, if Chelsea Gray is out, have vastly more depth if they can simply win one game on their home court there is an east to west flight and less than 48 hours from the end of game four to the start of game five in las vegas and we have not seen i've talked about this we've talked about this over the weekend we have not seen vegas's lack of depth catch up to it at any point in the last two years, they got better as the series went along against Connecticut in the finals last year. We just had the longest regular season in WNBA history. And they went 34 and six. And this was their first loss in the playoffs Sunday. So they're doing okay, right? But the danger point was always another injury, especially after Candace Parker was gone. And that kind of turnaround, especially if they turn 2-0 into 2-2, especially if they don't do it with Chelsea Gray, this series just got a whole lot more interesting. And it was already pretty interesting. So we'll be back with you tomorrow as we are with you six days a week here at Locked On Women's Basketball. Again, Subscribe on YouTube and you get those bonuses. Everybody, live from the arena. We take you inside everything. We're already 
deep into women's college basketball. So make sure you're paying attention, you're listening. We'll be with you. College coaches this week, live from game four. And we'll see what John Paul Jones has to say about it. Maybe live from game five as well. Until then, I am Howard Megdahl from the next, wishing all of you a very good night. Ogumba Wallet for the win. You are locked on women's basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. 